The following podcast is provided by Care Partners Living and Answers for Elders Radio. And welcome everyone to Answers for Elders Radio here on our special weekend of the Walk to End Alzheimer's that has gone on today and is going been going on all this month. And we are here with one of the major sponsors and one of our very favorite people in the world, Kelly Smith <laughs> from Care Partners. Did Kelly. my mom send you a check? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I am really, um, you know, this month has been so profound yes. on the program because we have had so much amazing content from so many people that are there for our seniors. Yeah. And I also want to thank Care Partners. You guys have not only our sponsors for the walk, but you also have sponsored some amazing PSAs that we have running right now on the radio. Well, it's an honor and to do it. So you guys are all about education. So yes, Kelly, ma'am. tell us a little bit about the walk and why it's so important. The Memory Walk is a good way for the Alzheimer's Association to get public awareness <laughs> for not only this terrible disease, but the options that are out there for families. People mm-hmm. don't realize how many uh, really good opportunities the Alzheimer's Association has for them. You you need uh, somebody to talk to. You need some information on, on options for your mm-hmm. loved one. There's so many different things that they do, but they got to get the word out. Yes, yes. And also, you know, just getting that word out, too, is there's there's more than that. It's about how do you respond, and it's really about the support network that exactly. you can build. Yeah. I know that we just had um, information um, with Kevin Atterbury, who's got, you know, he's told his story. And yeah. Kevin has Amazing been man. such an... <laughs> You know, his story, the heartbreak of what he went through, but it's the feeling that you're not alone in this. And I think the one thing that the Alzheimer's Walk does is it brings families together, brings people together. It sure does. And it's not a stigma. No. Like like when you're out and about and you start talking about Alzheimer's, it can be an uncomfortable topic for many. Well, it can. And, and, And I've said this for a long time. There's so many topics that, you know, 10 years ago were taboo. Mm-hmm. And now we live in a world where our children know things we wish they didn't yeah. uh, just by watching the news or, or our commercials. And again, why do we treat dementia, uh, any form of it, as, right. as something to be afraid of? If we talk about it and get rid of that stigma, then what we do is we open up the doors mm-hmm. for uh, better research, more help, and, mm-hmm. and more support for those families and loved ones. Well, and I think that's so important because, and that's, I think, one of the great things that Care Partners does is that you are such a lifeline also for families. Um, not only do you care for their loved ones, but you've told me so many times about how you're there to help counsel the families. Anytime. Well. Sometimes they just need a friend to talk to. <clears throat> but like yeah. you said, they also need to know they're not the only ones going through this. Oh, totally. um, it feels like it when it's your mom, mm-hmm. right? It does. Uh, and, and it does because it's going to be unique to that individual as far as what she's dealing with. But the support for the families really doesn't change much. They need to know they're doing the best they can. People see the love and support. We're there for them. And it's okay to be sad, angry, tired. All of those emotions that go with this Mm -hmm. horrible disease, it's okay. Right. Let us help you walk through it. Well, and, you know, it's so interesting because we, I I talk about the long goodbye with Alzheimer's. Yeah. You know, um, we grieve, I think families grieve differently when they have a loved one who has Alzheimer's. Yeah. We refer to it. Tell me about that. We refer to it as mourning a living person because Mm -hmm. they're not gone, 
but they are gone mm-hmm. in a way. That relationship you used to have with this person you love so much isn't the same. Mm-hmm. Um, you get, uh, I've had, I've had a you know, young man come into my office and be very upset because Grandma didn't remember him. Honey, it's not that she didn't remember you. It's that where she's at in her journey, you weren't born yet. But right. people don't understand that. How can right. somebody forget me when we've had so much together? You know, um, you bring up a really good point. So where she is on her journey, yep. she, you know, you weren't born yet. Tell us a little bit about what happens to the mind of Alzheimer's. I think this is really important as a care professional. They, they're, I know that the, the connectors aren't there, but obviously people start regressing. Is that Sure correct? they do. It, it's very common in, in different forms of dementia. We see it more, more with the Alzheimer's patients. Correct. And it is. They, they digress to a place that they feel safe. Mm-hmm. Whenever you hear a, a, a dementia resident uh, or a loved one say they want to go home, it's not about a house. It's about a place. It's about a time mm-hmm. when they felt safe, when the world made sense. And That's as that powerful. brain is dying, they're looking for that person you, you'll, or that place or that feeling. Mm-hmm. What our job is, is to duplicate that feeling. We've had people that, uh, one, of my, one of my favorite residents at our Mill Creek community, uh, her, she had digressed back to 1945 Ohio. And that's where we all were every single day with her. Mm. And her her anxiety was gone. Mm-hmm. Um, all of her concerns about where things were at. Sure. Once we all got on the same journey with her, she got very calm and very, very relaxed. And the rest of her quality of life was wonderful. Well, and you know, home is, di- like you said, it's different to every person. Yes. Um, certainly, it's where you feel the safest. It's where you felt the most loved. And, and it's about the familiar. Yeah. And, you know, we talk about a lot, just it's natural tendency you whenever bet. you're stepping into the unknown. The one thing, you know, people resist change. And coming into, you know, oftentimes moving into a care environment where it's actually a better, you know, fit for them, there's going to be an adjustment period, obviously. But obviously, if you're in a, a care situation or in an Alzheimer's situation, there that's a little bit of a unique circumstance. It is. It, it really is. Because, uh, again, this person isn't being forgetful because of a medication mishap. Sure. They're not being forgetful because it's normal aging. Mm-hmm. What they're dealing with is unique to that disease. But the, the life that they've had before this mm-hmm. is going to play a part in how this plays out. Right. And right. that's something else families need to understand. Mom's journey is going to look very different than the, the lady she's sharing a room with or the woman sure. down the hall. Sure. Um, because, again, the life experiences are going to be different. And that needs to be honored. Yes, yes. And certainly, um, you know, there's so many breakthroughs that yes. we've had. Yes. And I want to reintroduce you. This is Kelly Smith, and you are the Vice President of Sales of Care Partners Living. Yes, ma'am. And you guys are amazing Thank in you. Alzheimer's Dementia Care. And you have seven locations around yes, Greater ma'am. Puget Sound. Mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit about your cottages. The cottages footprint is what works for people with dementia. They've got little houses they can go and visit. They have an outside courtyard so they can go out and be mm-hmm. um, out in the, in the beautiful weather that we do. We do get here from time to time. Yes. Um, but again, it's it's more, more of the activities that make them feel successful, mm-hmm. that make them feel like they're part of a community. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's done very well. Well, and you know, it's so amazing because you have this amazing concept and I don't know if you're familiar with what the Queen of Sweden is doing with IKEA and um, it would, it would just, I forget the other name of the organization, but in our Sage Advice newsletter, I wrote a whole column on it. Um, 
it's very similar to your concept. Except that they've got a whole village and it's fantastic. And it's modular. <laughs> yeah. And it goes it's up so just awesome. like that. Yeah. And but all the things that are that technology is yeah. being built in with with um, you know mats, so we always know where mom or dad exactly. is inside. So it's it's giving you know a glimpse into I think how a lot of future is going to be, and I am so blown away by a lot of the efforts that are being made. And your concept is very similar to that. The whole thing I was thinking of these little modular villages, yeah. same kind of thing, yep. like a community. And they're they've got they're going to put their own little store in and their own little you know um, uh, uh, community place where yeah. people can come together, like that. So they feel like they're going to a coffee shop. Exactly. And that's the thing that I think is so cool about the breakthroughs of Alzheimer's of what's yeah, happening. There's so much that they're doing now and it's all resident centered. It's all around taking care mm-hmm. of our folks with dementia because we're finally getting to a place where people are learning that this disease can hit anyone at any time. Our job is to give these people the best quality of life and that's a great way to do yeah. it. Yeah, And you guys do a lot of things to help with um, you know, just music, oh, art, therapies mm-hmm. yep. and things like that. Um, Before we get into that, I'm going to do that in our next segment. We're going to talk specifically about the cottages. But I want to talk about, as families are today... It may, they may not be ready for moving them yet. Oh, no. What no. are some tips that you have for families today on how to communicate with somebody that has Alzheimer's? Well, first of all, slow down and, and really pay attention to what's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, find out, especially when somebody's been first diagnosed, it's really important, I think, for families to sit down with that person and say, talk to me, Mom. Mm-hmm. Tell me, do you want me to finish your sentences for you mm-hmm. when the time comes when you can? Or do you want me to be patient and let you do it? Um, what kind of help do you really want us to do or what do you want us to try to let you be as independent with? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's important for families to, to understand those preferences and mm-hmm. make sure that we, we show that respect to that person. You got to remember the one thing that, that they're always afraid they're going to lose is their dignity. So no matter what, Oops. don't, don't treat dad like he's five just because no. he's forgetful. He's still 80. He just has got a little bit of some memory concerns now, and we have to keep him safe. Right. That doesn't mean we have to treat him like a child. Well, and you know, you bring up such an important piece. It's the fact of don't correct, you know, distract or give alternatives or, you know, there's different things. I know that when I had my mom with me and, you know, some of the things that I had to learn the hard way. <laughs> Yeah. And the hard way was I wanted to correct her. I wanted to finish her sentences. I wanted to do those things because it was a natural thing for me to do. And what I learned is that was not the right thing to do. It was allowing her her own process and just being there. there you and go. you you made such a very powerful statement about slowing down. Yeah. We don't have to run at 500 miles an hour. No. And, and that's the thing I think that's so valuable about our, um, you know, the path that we walk with our loved ones. Yeah. Just right? uh, again, it's, it's about it's about their journey mm-hmm. and it's about making sure that we're in step with that journey. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So obviously you guys also do a lot of community events and you've now you are one of the main sponsors of the Alzheimer's Walk. Yes. And you've been doing this for how long? Uh pfft. At least 10 years, maybe even longer. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And, and it's really a powerful thing for, 
for families today to have a resource like you because obviously you're meeting and ke- and talking to families right now at the walk doing different things you know and learning their stories and yes. and we encourage each and every one of you I know Kelly's here and you're going I'm sure you're hearing her spots all over the radio right now and <laughs> yeah. I just want to thank you Kelly thank so you. much for number one doing this because I think it's important but the other thing that's really important is the fact that you've just been such a huge resource for people and support for the oh, Alzheimer's Thank you. I'm very proud of our company. We've, we've done a good job as a team and, mm-hmm. and it's not just me. It takes a village and uh, I'm very proud of Care Partners and the way they've handled um, the response to this terrible disease. Yes. And so for those that want more information please go to carepartnersliving.com The preceding podcast was provided by Care Partners Living and Answers for Elders Radio. To contact Care Partners Living, go to carepartnersliving.com. It's time to rethink, renew, and reimagine retirement. Hey, everybody. Jared Sebesta here, host of Retire Repurposed. Now, this podcast is about the non-financial parts of retirement, which many times can be even more challenging than the financial. We believe retirement is not the end, rather the beginning of what could be the most impactful, purposeful, and fulfilling season of a person's life. So don't retire. Become repurposed. To listen now, search Retire Repurposed on your favorite podcast platform, Senior Resource, or Life Audio.